Welcome to Free Fire Pro Podcast. I am one of your hosts, BCRKR Gaming, and I am joined today with Dad Venture, Trashman Gaming, and Flame Carver. How are you guys doing? We're doing Great. good. Glad to be here. Uh, this is this is our first ever podcast. I'm excited. As you know, guys, I love Free Fire. Free Fire is life. And so in this podcast, we're going to be talking about Free Fire news. We're going to be talking about tips and strategies to make you a better player. We're going to talk about what's going on in the pro world of Free Fire Pro Series and all the events, not only here in North America where we play, but I play at every server across the globe. So we're going to hit some of the highlights across the globe in the Free Fire world. We're going to make sure that you know what's coming up in the game and just really just talk about how much we love Free Fire. So I got something big for our first episode here, guys. I don't know if you're excited about this, but this is big news. Out in Brazil, which is the land of Free Fire here, here in the Americas, this news just hit uh, last few days. Nativo, who's a huge streamer in Brazil, signed the biggest ever contract for Free Fire. Now, well, maybe we can figure this out. He's 23 years old. Um, he he just won this big competition uh, in in uh, the solo competition. And so that's kind of what gave him like this, this opportunity. But with this three, 5.3 million Brazilian money. Now, I think it's Reyes is, is the money. Maybe we can figure out how we can c- convert it. But I'm guessing that's like a million bucks in the U.S. Like anybody, anybody know how much that equates to? But that seems like a lot of money for a free fire professional player. What do you, what do you think, Flame Carver? I think that sounds like a lot. <laughs> it sounds like a lot. Uh, Jake, what would you uh, do with 5.3 million Reyes? Well, for 1 million U.S. dollars, you could buy a new car. Yeah. So, and, well, I guess it, cars. So, I guess it's got to be more than a million dollars. We'll have to figure it out. Maybe we can figure out. Maybe Cody, well, it's looking out like the conversion rate is 19 cents to one. 19 cents to one. So, it's about, it's probably, it's probably a little over a million bucks then, right? So, wow. 19 cents to one. That's like 20% of our dollar. So take 20% of that. Yeah. It's about a million bucks, but it has a termination penalty of a million us dollars. That's, that's insane. Wow. So like, basically if he terminates the contract early, he owes a lot of money. Like that's like the whole contract almost. So like they want to lock him down for a long time. (laughs) And this guy, he plays, um, I think he plays the net shoe miners and is is legitimately I've seen I've seen some videos of him play. I don't know if you guys see him play, but he is good. And he's played at a couple different uh you know, couple couple different places, but um he he's known online. He streams as uh I think it's Navi uh, Nativa Dade and I don't know how you say it in Portuguese, but that's how I would I would produce it. So I've seen some of his gameplay. We watched him play in the Free Fire All-Stars event here recently and he is legitimately this good. So um, what do you guys think, Jake? What would you do if if you could get paid a million plus dollars a year playing uh, Free Fire? I'd quit my job first thing. <laughs> Just quit it right now. Go to, Dis- go to Disneyland, and I would never leave this office. Yeah, you go to Disneyland. So. Um, yeah, I mean, the, just the money in Brazil is kind of insane for Free Fire. I mean, the money in the U.S. is is really non-existent at the, for the most part. We just had the big Free Fire Pro Series event, which, Carver, that was $50,000, but that was spread over, like, what, 10 teams, I think, got prize pool. So it's a pretty nice prize pool. But in Brazil, 
the prize pool. And then just the, the very next competition is 735,000 Brazilian. So it's 20% of that in the U S that's still uh, what $150,000 or something like that. That's a huge prize pool. Yeah. 735,000 Brazilian. So um, that's still a huge prize pool. And um, with a hundred thousand going just to the champion. So like, that's what, $20,000, $25,000 just going to the champion for one tournament. This isn't the tournament to end all like we have. We've had a one big one in the U.S. This is just a regular, like, next weekend's tournament. That's a lot of money going around in Brazil for free fire. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so I, so I don't know. Like, 11th place still gets money. That's, I, 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 could, I could place 11th. That, uh, yeah. Free fire, that. So so 11th place still gets money. That's that's incredible to me because I would think I would think I would understand like 1 2 and 3, but 11th place yeah. you're still making money on those tournaments? I yeah, suppose. it sounds like it goes all the way down and, and to the to however many teams there's 18 teams participating. So wow. Um I, whatever. I'm I'm all about that. Let's let's get some more of that here in North America in the US. Uh you know, I'll play some free fire for that kind of money. Hey, but Elon, um, if you're if you're listening, we could use some dough for free fire. <laughs> Just support some us. Of, <laughs> some of that Tesla cash. So if 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 you are listening to this and you don't know who uh, Nativa is, you can find him, I think, on YouTube is where I've watched him at Nativa Dade. Uh, he's got millions of followers. He's legitimately an amazing player. He He's he's a pro of the highest degree, plays in all the international tournaments, and he'll be playing in the Free Fire Pro uh, Series and in the World Series that's coming up in Singapore, I'm guessing, with his team. So that's exciting. So, I mean, I don't want to get all focused on what's going on, but I thought that was crazy, a lot of money for, especially in Brazil. I can see, like, an American uh, player making that kind of money here in like in regular sports like basketball, football, but like this is esports in Brazil. I was just surprised, so I wanted to bring that up. Uh, there's other big, there's lots of big news out there. Cody, you were sharing it. You were excited about some of the news that's coming up for Free Fire here. Well, I'm a big Ubisoft fan, so like I'm, I love Assassin's Creed. The latest one to come out, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm personally I love because I love Vikings, so it was right, right in the vein of what I was thinking. But Free Fire has a crossover with Assassin's Creed coming up, and that is, it is the first crossover of 2022. Now I know Free Fire has done a ton of crossovers. They had uh, Attack on Titan, One Punch Man, um, Venom last year. That was awesome to see Free Fire in, in uh, the Venom movie. Um, but I'm personally the most excited about this crossover because. I love Assassin's Creed. I've I've been playing back since since 2007 when the first game came out and it blew my mind and it was awesome and I have been playing ever since. I uh, my favorite I think that I've played so far is Black Flag. So I don't know if I don't know if the individual characters, the individual characters through the the series are going to come out, but it would be cool to see some of those make an appearance in Free Fire. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it'd be great. I mean, what do you think, Car- Carver? I mean, Flame Carver and I went to watch the movie Venom, and we were so surprised that Venom uh, had Free Fire on the TV, and that was a big collab. But we were a little disappointed about the character models of the game. Carver, share a little bit about your thoughts and maybe what you're hoping for for Assassin's Creed. So the character models they set in, like they were good. There was a nice T-shirt, a cool helmet you got for the Venom collab. But for the next club, I'm hoping for like a full suit like they did with the One Punch Man. Something a little bit more everything, just all out. You know, they take this collab to the next level. They really push it for all the Assassin's Creed fans that play Free Fire. They can all come and enjoy it and really just like get invested in the game. Right. I mean, because 
Honestly, when they did Attack on Titan, they had tons of character models. They were the characters in the game, were the characters in the in the, the series. I got a strike on TikTok for for for, for streaming basically the characters <laughs> in the game. Thanks uh, TikTok and, and Attack on Titan for that. Um, but like the Venom was a little bit of letdown. There was no Venom in the game. It was a T-shirt and in uh, in a, a motorcycle helmet. So that was kind of his point. I know Jake. Um, you, yeah. you, I think you're a fan of Assassin's Creed too, aren't you? Oh uh, yeah, uh, like I played about all the Assassin's Creed, same as Cody and stuff. Uh, if I had to choose one character that they were bringing to the game, it'd be the original Altair. Oh, Bring yeah. him to the game. It's simple, you know, simple modeling for the engineers over there. Just white suit with a hood. They've got a hundred characters that kind of look like that right now. So right. make it easy on themselves. Yeah, I think I do think it'd be cool. I've seen some of the leaks. I haven't seen a leak of a character model yet. But I saw a leak of a backpack that's like the bird because, you know, you have that giant bird yeah. that, that flies around. And uh, so it looks like there's going to be a backpack with wings and the big you know, like eagle. Um, so that's kind of our falcon, whatever it is. But it'd be pretty, pretty. I think it's a falcon. Maybe a new glue wall. New glue wall for the Assassin's Creed would be awesome. Ooh, that'd be sweet. Like I'm thinking just the glue wall with the Assassin's Creed, like iconic you know, uh, what do you oh, call right. it? It's like the triangle the with cowl. the skull. The cowl? Yeah, yeah the cowl. Yeah. You think they'll do, do you think they'll do the wrist knife, the wrist blade? That'd be pretty sweet. That would no. be pretty Probably sweet. not the wrist blade, <laughs> but, they may, but they may do a knife. I don't think Free Fire could pro, I don't think they have enough data in the data yeah, packs exactly. to put that that in the game. But that's a, it's a mobile game, so I don't know that they're going to get that in I there. I mean, the, but. the best part is if the if they do the collab and they go all the way in, there are so many, there's so many armors and skins and everything in Assassin's Creed. I mean, you could go to the depths. I like a, Ivor, uh, Eivor, the new character from Valhalla. I would, I would love to see him but yeah i doubt that's gonna be the new character i think it's probably gonna be the classic based on the look of the leaks but so it's exciting <laughs> news that's coming up also big news we we've we've just talked about recently is uh i know trash man flame carver and i are all influencers with free fire so we're excited that we have access to the advanced server coming up for ob33 carver do you have some more information about what's ha- what's coming up with ob33 i do there's some rumors i have here for uh, ob32 33 um it says it's supposed to come out in march of 2022 around march 23 23rd somewhere around then we're gonna get some new features there's gonna be two new characters one is snowell who's gonna have a new ability which within five seconds of being hit by snowell enemies are unable to activate their skills for 30 seconds so that's insane that's really gonna shut down their abilities for their combat and another new sever who's gonna going berserk consumes 40 hp to increase damage and lasts for t- five seconds, cooldown of 45, and you, you basically consume your health, and then you can deal out like two times the damage. There's a new pet. I don't. It's it's unconfirmed what it is, but there is a new pet coming. There's always a new pet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, who knows what's going to be. It might be like, they already got like a falcon in the game. That would have been great with Assassin's Creed, so I have no idea what they're coming come up with. Maybe a hamster? I don't know. A platypus. I want to see a platypus. Well, a platypus would be pretty cool. <laughs> um, and so what? what's the date you said on that? Uh, March twenty third. March twenty third. So yeah, so we've got we've got about six weeks. So and normally we get what a couple weeks before they give us access to the advanced server. We get about a week with it, so we'll get to play with it. We're going to show it to you guys. I know we love doing that, making content for you. And then there's a week where they kind of shut it down. Um, but here's a cool thing, uh, Trash Man. I know you you like this stuff. The last couple uh, advanced servers, they've given us patch notes, which they've never, I've never seen them put the patch notes out before. And why, why is that important for us as gamers to know the patch notes? Uh, well, the more, you know, the more, you know, you know, if it's, 
if you're looking at weapon data and you want to see which weapons hitting harder, you got to know, got to learn to read the percentages to see which ones are getting buffed, which ones are getting nerfed. And with any game, you know, there's always people that's like, oh, this, this got a secret buff or this got a secret nerf. And you don't know unless you see that raw data. And, you know, for one, everybody in War, like Warzone have always said that this gun's getting has been secretly buffed 18 times. Turns out data hasn't changed in two years. Right. So it's just, it's just making it easier for the players to know, know the field, know what, you know, you're playing in these tournaments. You definitely want to take the strongest guns instead of right. walking it's, in there. It's a way to study the data and get a leg up for the guy who actually wants to participate in tournaments and programs, you know, for the everyday uh, gamer, the average Joe, they're not paying attention to all of that, but it's still helpful because that gives you the backdoor into what, what the programmers are trying to do as they, as they make the game better. Right. Oh yeah. No, that makes sense. And I mean, one of the things I'm excited about is they have made some steps in these to, to do some, some proper gun balancing because the guns, one of my one of my things that frustrates me the most about Free Fire is the guns were all the same for the first year and a half that I've been playing this game. Like, there's no real separation of guns. You can every gun does about the same. The time to kill, which is the TTK, is like one on almost every gun. If you headshot, they have been working that down with this big patch. They've made the uh, submachine guns much weaker. They've weakened the M500 at long range. Now can't get a one tap headshot. Um, especially if the guy's got a helmet on. And so I think they're going to keep staggering that down. I hope so. Where they make the game more and more competitive with the headshot value is still significant, but nowhere near as significant as it has been so that every gun comes more into a strategy component. So I'm excited about that. I know a lot of people listening and watching will be like, ah, I hate, I want to keep the one tap. But in competitive gameplay, that's not really competitive. That's stylistic. And and so you want to balance things for strategy. Uh, and so that's exciting and and as we talk about like these changes, that leads us into talking about some strategy because we want to make sure if you're listening or into this podcast, you can you can have some strategy aspect to it. So I want to share with you guys and get your thoughts on this. So in um, in I got an article here from a website ffmania.br. It's a Brazilian website. I translate from Portuguese. Like, no, nah, I don't speak Portuguese well, but I can read. <laughs> some things so there's five mistakes that that they say free fire players make an early game and i want to go over these let's talk about these <laughs> let me know if you actually make these mistakes or not and then um maybe if this is good advice so i think mistake number one is that um players are too aggressive early game that essentially Early game, if you rush out there and you're not maybe the best player, you're going to be eliminated. You're going to get killed quick. Would you guys, what do you think about that? You think that yeah, uh, that, that is, is, is as, as the worst thing? one of us, as the worst one of us, I will agree with that. Yeah, every time I rush out, I get e- I'm eager beaver and I want to go, you know, I want to go score for my team. I always get killed every time. Yeah, you know, you, you just drop after you're playing a few games in a row and you're dying over and over. Your first instinct is just, I want to go rush since I haven't had any action. And you just, you land and you just take off, die and back to the lobby and you just repeat that process over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the boredom factor for a lot of people, right? I don't want to just sit here and camp or run around the map. I want to kill people. But the problem is when you have the boredom factor, you're probably going to get yourself into a bad situation. I mean, for me, every time I drop, it's uh, someone always finds a gun that is significantly better than me. 
So <laughs> right off the rip, right? Right off the rip. I, I land, land on a free fire knife and a med kit, and these yeah. guys have got like he's got uh, the M eighty two double M eighty two Bs. Yeah. A glue wall and uh, you know, four, level four shield and helmet. Like it's just like yeah. what? How do you get that so fast? Um, yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Um, so that's that's mistake one. I think we all think that you get if you're not if you don't have a high KD, which is a kill death ratio, maybe play a little bit slower in your battle royale. Yeah. Um the next one, number two on this list was failing to loot fast enough. Now, mm. Flame Carver, explain what looting is, like for anybody that doesn't know what looting is. Looting is basically when you land in and you have nothing and you run through all the houses, all through the fields, picking up the best loot, switching guns in and out, switching out your vest, trying to find the best gear so you can, you know, you can survive the game, beat other players, get, get that victory. But, you know, so you just have to drop in and find loot. Right. And, and really, when you're looking at loot, I think we all agree there's a finite amount of loot at each location in the game. And some locations have more buildings, which tend to have more loot than others. Uh, and so... If you don't, if you're too aggressive and you don't loot, I mean, you're going to get caught facing somebody with a much better gun and better protection than you have. And that's not going to end well the majority of time for you, I, I would think. Any other thoughts about looting early game, Jake? Uh, well, I'll play devil's advocate on this one. And a lot of people get so focused on looting that they start tearing through these houses and don't see the enemy moving in on them. Uh, I've seen that more often than not myself. Just you'd be running through a house, you're collecting loot, and next thing you know, three guys just flanked you off to the side. Right. And so, but outside of that, yeah, getting the getting the loot early on can set you up for a good late, late game. So it's kind of a 50-50 balance. We we saw this in a, in the last tournament we just had here in the the U.S. We just had the Alpine tournament. And the very first game we broadcast, a team was looting way too long in the train station, and they weren't paying attention to another team who landed at Snowfall, came down, and they got, they got guns, and they charged. The other team was still looting all over the place, got, got caught, and got wiped with it second. I mean, it was a couple seconds. They were done. Uh, and so you have to loot fast enough that you can defend yourself, but not too slow that you're not paying attention to the enemy. I think that's what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Number three on this list was rotating too early to look for opponents. Cody, you play a lot of battle royales and, you know, rotation and circle rotation is a big part of the game, but rotating too early kind of goes hand in hand with what we're saying about loot. Um, what are some of your thoughts about that? Um, I, I, I would say, yeah, rotating too early has got me killed quite a bit. Like, because you, you want to, you want to get the jump, but a lot of times you're not paying attention. Right. And you, so you, you, you miss out on what you should be paying attention to in your periphery, like your peripheral vision. Right. So uh, as the character, so I, I would say, I would say slow and steady, right. Not, not quick, but surveying Mm. what you're seeing in front of you and not, not being too quick to turn. Right. No, I, I would agree with that. Like it's, Make sure you have what you need to defend yourself. Like if you need, if you're a player, you know you need glue walls to defend yourself. Get glue walls. Yeah. If you know you need to have um, a helmet, and armor, uh, got your vest on, and go ahead and get vested up. Get get a helmet on. Get the right gear. Get you a long range and a short range weapon. That way, have med kits, have glue walls, have grenades. Um, yeah, you shouldn't spend forever. I think once you agree, <laughs> Flame Carver, you should spend yeah. forever looking for those things. No. But you need to have some at least something to to go into a battle with. Uh, okay. So number, let's go to the next one. Number, <laughs> number four, maybe, maybe trash man, you can explain why this one's important. 
<laughs> trying to enter a blue zone to find opponents. Why is this a mistake that some free fire players make early game? So I'm trying to think what the, what, what they're referring to is blue zone there. Cause I've not heard that term yet. The blue zone is the big giant blue ball dot in the map where all the good loot is. Oh, because it's quite frankly, everyone's going to be there. Anybody that is got a high KD, that's essentially a hot drop. They're going to go there and they are going to wipe the board. If you are less, you know, a less, lesser caliber player, they, they will absolutely wipe the boards with you. Um, so does some of these teams, just like any other battle Royale, they play the good, the really good teams. They play a lot together. So they know each other's strengths and weaknesses and they set up strategies just for that. Right. Yeah. And that's the survival in the blue zone is not a guarantee. What is a guarantee? You're going to find hackers who Mm -hmm. want to get a bunch of early game kills and you're going to find pro level players who know they're better than you, who have high kill death ratios, who are going to jump in there, get better weapons quick, and then eliminate you on their way to placing higher in the map. So uh, if you are a lower kill death player, maybe don't jump blue zone, maybe jump some other zone far away from the blue zone. And especially, they got to take this into account, Flame Carver. Make sure that the blue zone, if the blue zone's on the map and there's a player launcher in the blue zone, that you don't land somewhere that player launchers shoot to from the blue zone because you're just gonna get you're just gonna get ambushed quick. True. We agree with that. All right. And so this is a big one. This is I'll be honest, I'm on confession. Probably the one thing that I have the most problem with is this last one. <laughs> so not sticking together during team games. I know, I know when I play when I play any game with Berserker, this is a problem. You he will always be 200 or 300 meters away doing who knows what. Looting typically, but on while map, we're actually trying to play the game. But on the map, it looks so close. Yeah, it's not close. And so, why do you need to stick together with your team during battle royale games? Well, well hang on, hang on, hang on. You called out Berserker. I get to call out you, Kyle. Because I said I, I get, struggle with this one. This is what I get. I get ninety percent <laughs> of the time. Hey, come pick me up. No, there's three dudes in that building. I'm going to get the same thing you got. <laughs> no, I think that you could clear them out. That's no. what I think. You can no. kill all of them. And no, <laughs> statistics and gameplay footage shows, no. No. <laughs> With my kill-death ratio, you're going to die, Deventure, is yes. what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, I, I will be going to find more loot and get a way to get you back. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like to rush the enemy alone because typically I do believe that I can wipe two, three, four guys. Um, that's that's my, my mindset in a lot of games. Uh, it's not always the case, especially in uh, Battle Royale, in Free Fire. Uh, but I have that mindset, which gets me often into needing revive. Um, so, uh, so one of the things, right, we're saying here, don't rush the enemy alone. What, what do you think is a better strategy for a maybe a new or beginning player of Free Fire Carver when it comes to their team? A good thing to begin when you're getting a new team is just find people who complement what you play, like. If you're not the best at the game since you're just starting, like you can either go play with some other people who aren't the best and you can all like learn to play together and learn to play as a team. That's the best way because then as you build up, you become a great team, great teamwork. Or you can join some players who know how to play and you can get some tips and tricks from them. But the main thing is just stick with your team, share the loot, do the call outs, tell them where they are. You know, if the person gets down, don't be greedy and just go in for the kill. Heal them, then go in because then you know you, it's better four on three than four on one. Right. No, I think that's good. That's 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 good advice. Well, those are the five. I, I think we agree with them. There's probably others. Maybe we'll 
as we break down strategies and tips and tactics, you know, each and every time we do the podcast, we'll talk about more, but hopefully that helps you don't do those things. If you're doing it like we are, if you're running into battle too fast, if you're not looting, you know, change your gameplay to match, you'll become a better free fire player and you'll do better. Um, kind of last thing, I think we, we, we're running close on time for our first episode where we really appreciate you joining us, but, um, uh, Trashman had some update on what he recommends right now. We want to do some device tech stuff. So in this one, the tech stuff is we're going to tell you what we think right now might be the best phone out there for you to be playing mobile games like Free Fire on. All right, so I got two of them here. Does There is a difference between having just a regular phone and having a gaming phone, same as computers, gaming computers. But so far, best phone right now, I would have to go with either the iPro or the iPhone 13 Pro, or it's going to be the Samsung Galaxy 21. But if you have the money to spend, you know, you can go out and just buy a straight-up ga- uh, gaming phone. It's going to be the Asus ROG, uh, or yeah, Asus ROG 5. Just simply put, it's got a better display all the way around using the Snapdragon 888 processor, 165 hertz. Definitely going to give you an edge over somebody playing on a eight-year-old phone. Right. No, I agree. That makes sense. So, so there you have it. If you're in, a, if you're looking for a new device, there's some device options for you. Go get, I, I think probably the economical ones, the Asus phone for a lot of people, it's a good gaming phone. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, it's made for that. It's not going to be your phone for everything else, but uh, check, take a look at that. But uh, that's some of the, our advice. We'll give you more as we go. So I appreciate you guys listening and watching this podcast. That I'm, you know, Dad Venture, I'm excited to be with you each and every episode of the Free Fire Pro Podcast here with Flame Carver, Trash Man, and Berserker. And you'll get more from us here as we go into the future here with Free Fire. And hopefully we'll have some more secrets coming up soon. <laughs>